Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am energized and ready to tell you about today's show. We're going to be talking about 50 relationship red flags. So what often comes up? Maybe you feel these things in your gut. Maybe you don't say anything at the time. Maybe you let too much time go by and then you feel like it's not important anymore or you're just over it. But you know what? You shouldn't be over it because how you feel is very important to your well-being, to your self-esteem, and to get out of life what you need to get out of life. So by not saying anything, by not having clear communication, it's just all going to go downhill from there. And also... Not saying anything at all is bad, too. So um, make it a point to sharpen your communication skills. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to be angry. But you do need to get your, you do have to get your needs met, and it will benefit both partners. Okay? So what are these issues that come up? Money, activity level, friends, family, commitment level, sexual frequency, educational level, honor, and more. So I'm going to lay it all out uh, today and discuss what the common deal breakers are. Now, I know you got uh, many of you guys are passive. You just go with the flow. You don't say anything. But who is that benefiting, really? I mean, who wants to be in a sour relationship? relationship don't you want to look forward to being with your partner and if there are certain things that grate on your nerves you know it should come out and after a discussion if you can't get to a resolution of it uh i think you have to let that fish go yeah you know go find somebody that that floats your boat on a better level than what you're dealing with you're not starving you're not uh you know anxious because what am I going to get the next girl? You are a confident person. That's what we teach here is how to build your confidence. And one way to strengthen your confidence is to speak out for what you need in a gentlemanly way, in a courteous way, in a civil way. That's how you learn to get better. All right. If you, before we get into the topic today, if you've uh, just joined us, um, last week we talked about male backlash against the Me Too movement. So if you happen to have missed that show, we were talking about have women pushed men too far? Are the Me Too actions, hashtag Me Too actions backfiring where men stay clear of women at work? Sure, sexual harassment, no joke, but is there a better way of dealing with this important social topic? That's what we were finding out last week. So if you missed it, a couple of easy ways that you can go back to not only this show, but the archive shows, any and all of the archive shows, is first way is my mobile app. So easy to find if you don't have it already. All you have to do is Google the same name as the show, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We have the mobile app ready for you at iTunes as well as Google Play. If you don't have the mobile app, we're also on TuneIn and SoundCloud. So lots of ways for you to listen and catch up. All right, so let's turn our attention back to today's topic. We're talking about 50 relationship flags. If you are in this category, if you're unsure, or maybe finally, once and for all, you saw red flag and took care of it, Call me with your feedback, with your topics, with your questions at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. All right. What's a common red flag? Well, you know, when your partner doesn't want to introduce you to her friends and family or if she doesn't want to be open about your relationship on social media, this could mean that she has something to hide. It could mean she's hiding a husband or a boyfriend. Or with regard to the friends and family, it could mean that she's not really all that sure about you. That's why she doesn't want to introduce you to anybody. You're her little secret. 
um, basically, what it means is you don't rate. So you should find out what you're doing or not doing that places you in this category. Next up, your partner never discusses future-oriented plans. What does that mean? It shows that she doesn't intend on committing to you. You know, there might be a bigger, better deal, as they say, that comes up. So she doesn't want to book Saturday night. She doesn't want to book that Palm Springs weekend a month from now because she doesn't even know if she's going to be dating you a month from now, right? So that's why she's not committing. So, you know, a lot of these red flags, not only are uh, indicative of where she is at, but they're also indicative of where you are at because the relationship is a mirror. It's a mirror on yourself. And sometimes it reflects, the relationship reflects what you are or, or are not doing wrong. So it's an opportunity to make a correction so you can hit the reset button and be on a better page. All right. When your partner has a difficult time communicating their inner thoughts and feelings with you, this could be a huge red flag because it'll put a great deal of stress on your relationship. If you're always having to fill in the blanks or second guess, you know, where's her head at? What is she thinking? What is she doing? You know, there's a reason why she is playing her cards close to her vest, and uh, probably they're not good reasons. So you kind of need to get there and find out why there is so much withhold. (laughs) All right. Uh, What else? Now, a healthy relationship will continue to grow in emotional intimacy, And to do that, you must be able to talk to one another freely and openly. This doesn't come naturally to some people, but it is a skill that can and should be learned. If your partner is emotionally closed off and reluctant to talk about their past life and relationships, uh, they're not talking about their family, friendships, future goals, it's a sign that they're holding back important information about themselves because maybe they don't trust you, maybe they don't feel safe with you, or a whole host of other reasons. Because usually somebody that wants to be in a relationship and is looking forward to being with you and enjoys being with you, I think that person is open-minded to learn as much about you, their partner, as they are to share about their own past experiences. So if that's not happening, if you have a blockade going on, you need to take a look at that and see what is going on. Okay. Now, what happens if, you know... The partner is just resistant to introducing you to family and friends. Well, it could be just nerves or a desire to keep others from interfering in your new relationship. Let's hope it means that. But it can also indicate that they don't see the two of you together for a long haul. So instead of wondering why, initiate a conversation about your desire to connect with other important people in your partner's life. So the way I would couch this is you can't really say, you know, why haven't you introduced me to Grandma Tilly or whatever? Or why aren't you inviting me to Grandma Tilly's 80th birthday? You can't really say it like that. Put it in the positive. You have to say it something like, oh, you speak so highly of uh, Grandma Tilly. I would love to meet her one day. And that puts it the onus back in her court to make a response. So do you see the two the difference between the difference between the two different approaches? So putting her on the spot if she's already feeling that she doesn't trust you or she's not safe with you isn't going to solve anything. So you can't uh, putting her on the spot feels like an ultimatum. So she's not going to respond well to that. So all you can do is say how it makes you feel. Oh, I I look forward to meeting her because you speak so highly of her. 
um, you know, she can't argue with a feeling, like on how you feel. So that's a good way to couch something like that. All right. If you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking today about relationship flags. Um, call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about uh, your partner who may have had toxic relationships. Catch you right back after the break. Hey, guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases, and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. It's so good to have you here today. We are talking about relationship flags. What are these markers? Have you been shy to say anything in the past because you don't want to rock the boat? You don't want to say anything. You just want to be chill, have a good time, sit on the couch, go with the flow. And you don't say anything, but really you're hurting both of you as well as the relationship. So I'm going to bring your attention to some of those issues so we can move past this and have happy relationships that you actually look forward to. Okay. Topic, 951-922-3532, 951-922-3532. Perhaps you had an issue like this, right? And tell us how you ended up solving it. We'd like to know. Okay. Let's turn our attention now to, let's say your partner has a problematic relationship with their parents, or she describes her parents as having a toxic relationship with them. Well, this might be a sign that the person is still entangled in the drama of the past. Now, it doesn't just relate to parents. You could have a toxic relationship with the old partner, with the old boyfriend, right? And guess what? That's going to spill over onto you unless she gets things handled. So, you know, that would be a good conversation to have as to how you can help her heal from that relationship. What's the takeaway from that? And also, one of my favorite questions to ask in this regard is, what was your part in the demise of the relationship. In other words, was was your partner also feeding into the toxicity of that relationship? And if so, how? Because usually relationships don't happen in a vacuum. They don't happen one-sided. Um, it's usually both sides are participating in some way 
So how did she aggravate or participate in the toxicity? Now, granted, her ex-partner might have started it, but you know what? She might have been continuing it. So that's how that dance dance works. So always good to get to the bottom of that one. Now, some people are raised in very difficult environments and they overcome their childhood traumas, but others are still caught up in the memories that may prove to be stumbling blocks for them in the future and for your relationship. So, best to get past this. Now, when two people who care about each other get together, they want to know what they like, what their childhood was like, Um, If your significant other doesn't seem interested in your path through life or what makes you you, it may be a sign that they don't see you as a person so much as a thing, meaning that you might be the ideal of a partner, meaning that she's not really considering you the person, she's considering you as a figurehead. Maybe it's, you know, something like, arm candy or that she doesn't go single on group dates or maybe she doesn't go to that wedding solo that she's got you on her arm or maybe you know there's a function at work where you know spouses and and significant others are supposed to be taken maybe you're just a placemat and you don't want to be a placemat so make cover that territory and you know see if that applies in your situation What happens if your needs aren't getting met? Maybe your partner isn't invested in your happiness. It's just as simple as that. So making sure you're getting what you need in the relationship should be just as important to your partner as making sure they get what they need. So it really is a two-way street. I know a lot of relationships one person is oftentimes very selfish and the other person doesn't get their needs met. So, you know, that's just a prescription for disaster. It should be give and take. It's not always even. It's not always 50-50. But in the long run, it should balance out. So some days it might be 60-40. Other days it might be 70-30. Heck, other days it might be 90-10. But overall, if you add up all the numbers, it should be balanced. It should be that you are looking out for your partner's needs and also that you are getting your own needs met. If there isn't reciprocity, it's going to be a problematic relationship. There's a power struggle that's going on. If it's too lopsided, too many days out of the month, just not going to work. Okay, how about when your partner lets calls and texts go unanswered for hours or, heck, ouch, even days at a time? This is often a sign that you are not a high priority in your partner's life. You just do not rate. Now, if it's a struggle for your partner to maintain your connection when you're not in plain sight, your relationship will suffer. Now, granted, there are exceptions to this rule. Maybe the person is a salesperson or maybe their job forces them to travel a lot and there may be great periods out of the day where they just can't communicate. They're just, you know, on the go every second of the day. But there should be designated times that if you call between certain hours, they should get back to you in a relatively short amount of time so if you don't know what those windows are um like like uh my husband said oh you know wednesdays are super busy like don't call me on wednesdays unless it's really important it's just back-to-back meetings and i also (laughs) wednesdays are not good days for other people to contact me whether you know it's it's a friend or family member or or a vendor or what have you it's just not the best day because i'm usually doing show prep so find out what your 
uh, windows are, what your texting or calling windows are, and see if there are issues like that where they absolutely just can't take the call so you're not left wondering, and find out what their windows of opportunity that might be easier times or days, you know, in their schedule that a call should be returned quite quite promptly, right? All right, what's next? Let's say your partner uses sarcasm. Boy, that's 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 a hard one because it can feel like shaming and it can be hurtful. Now, if it isn't funny and they won't stop when asked to, it really isn't a safe relationship because it seems like your partner is just kind of going on the attack, right? You don't want to be attacked. You don't want to have sarcasm. You don't want to have anger as your rule of thumb as to how the uh, relationship is run because oftentimes sarcasm and anger really don't have to do with the partner. It's maybe they really need to have a, a speech with their parent or their, their boss or their coworker or, or whatever. And if they're resorting to sarcasm and anger, usually is displaced. So they need to take care of business with the person that really they need to take care of business with and not come home and kick the dog with you since, you know, you weren't the source of uh, that butt end of the sarcasm and anger. So, you know, make probably one of the best questions to ask in this area would be, are you mad at somebody else or should you be having a conversation with someone that you haven't yet had and see where that takes you? Now, if it is you, it is you. Um, so maybe there's an annoying habit that you're doing that isn't sitting well with her. So, I mean, that's good to find out too. Okay, next up, threatening to end a relationship is one way to quickly end a disagreement. But if your partner is always threatening to leave the relationship, you can't feel safe in the relationship. And if they say say it's that easy for them to just walk away, then you'll always be walking on eggshells, worrying that anything will drive them away. So, you know, at that point, you know, you just get to be sort of like a leg humper doing and saying anything to keep them around. But, again, that's not serving you. That's not helping your self-esteem. And that means the relationship is very unbalanced and unhealthy. So it's not an area that you want to be in. you got, you got to take care of that business. All right. If you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host. Today we are talking about relationship red flags. Have you ever felt some of these uh, issues but you didn't say anything? Well, here's the time to say something because it's not serving you. You need to sharpen your communication skills. Do it in a uh, pleasant and civil manner. You don't have to go to anger, but these things do need to get taken care of. And if you can't get them taken care of, you need to let that person go because he or she is just not doing you any good. All right. Now, next up after the break, um, we're going to be talking about stonewalling, which is refusing to talk during an argument. Has this ever happened to you? Call me at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. We'll catch you right back after the break. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world, and you know just a place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. We're open now. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Untapped. Henson Brewing Company, Burbank, California. Come as you are. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. 
Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, real truth about women that'll change your life forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases, and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about relationship red flags. Has this ever happened to you? Did you get through it? Did it end badly? Or maybe she broke up with you. Yeah, it could happen too. So all, a, a whole host of things that you don't want to be in this category because they're just not good for you. It doesn't make you feel good, and there's a better way to handle it. So we're going over some of these common issues. By the way, I wanted to bring to your attention that we are so proud to announce that Henson Brewing Company is open now. Yes, we are. We're a craft brewery in Burbank, California, just a little bit north of Los Angeles. We are looking forward to seeing you mention that you heard heard uh, this commercial on my show, and I'll... Uh, give you a little perk or something when you come down so easy to find you can find us on uh, you know google and yelp and um, for those of you who are beer geeks we are on the untapped app the untapped app by the way has a full listing of our uh, beer menu so you can see exactly what's fresh and what's on tap all live so i know one thing that the brewer always complained about is going on other people's websites and, you know, you're hankering for a particular type of beer, and you get all the way down there, and they don't have it. They've sold out. <laughs> so that's not going to happen with us because we're, we are on a live app, on the Untapped app, and it is it works amazingly well. And once we make a change out, it populates through all the social media sites. It populates uh, Facebook and Twitter and Yelp and everywhere else, okay? All right, so come check us out. Henson Brewing Company. Um, we are in Burbank, California, and we will look for you. Okay. All right. Next up, we're talking about stonewalling. Now, stonewalling is shutting down and refusing to talk during an argument, and it makes it really difficult to discuss any remotely difficult topic. So that's that's a bad one. Again, it kind of goes along with the walking on eggshells uh, issue. Um, you know, you don't want somebody that is in shutdown mode because how is a car going to get from point A to point B if the other person has taken away the keys and you can't move forward? And that's literally what it's like. Your relationship cannot move forward. And so you go in this loop that you feel like you will never get any issues resolved. And the other bad thing is that the same issue comes up again and again and again. How draining is that? How boring is that? How tiring is that? And you also fail to develop the level of intimacy and connection that's required to sustain a healthy, long-term 
relationship. So, all bad. <laughs> okay. Now, a relationship can't thrive unless both partners are emotionally present. If he or she is not capable of this, the relationship and you will suffer. Yeah, that's an important one. Okay. When your partner constantly blames others for misfortunes, this means that he or she has difficulty taking responsibility for his or her own actions. That's, you know, that's a hard one, too, because you want to have the person have ownership for the good and for the bad if they're constantly um, seeking somebody else as a scapegoat, probably she's seeking you as a scapegoat too, that can't be healthy because she's mis, mis sorry, misconstruing reality. So if she's not living in the real world, how's that going to help, help you guys? It certainly is not. Okay, the old saying that goes, love means never having to say you're sorry does lovers a major disservice. When someone cannot apologize, it leads to a standoff, resentment, and fights that never seem to resolve. I know guys are really bad at saying I'm sorry, um, but you need to take that step to make it happen. Unfortunately, they did this survey once where it turns out that women say I'm sorry even when they shouldn't say I'm sorry, like it wasn't their fault at all. They say I'm sorry like 15 times a day, whereas men will say I'm sorry maybe twice a year. And it's just a biological difference. The reason why it goes like that is because men don't want to appear that they're wrong, you know. So they want to be this big, strong, tough guy, and somehow saying I'm sorry means that you're wrong in something. Um, that you've let somebody down, and that goes against how men see themselves. But it is an important quality to have because to say you're sorry means that you are acknowledging a certain activity or behavior that is inappropriate and not acceptable, and you need to not only say I'm sorry but work on whatever that issue is that caused that situation so you don't recreate it. Um, make, amend, make amends with your partner. You know, I know oftentimes also saying I'm sorry is thrown around too much. It's, it's kind of like, you know, it's like a fake apology. You know, it's almost like the overused phrase, have a nice day. So, you know, choose another word. I like, I like telling my clients to choose the word amends, like I'd like to make amends. So state what the issue was. Uh, I'm sorry that I missed your big meeting that day or whatever it was. And I would like to make it up to you. Please let me know when you're a similar meeting, an upcoming meeting is coming up. I will put it in my calendar right now. And then as it gets closer to the date, you make sure that you don't miss such a meeting again because it's really important to her. So... You know, you just need to break the cycle of wrongdoing without accountability. Accountability means that you're a trustworthy person, that you're an honorable person, and that you have character. So I want you to be that guy, right? So not saying I'm sorry excuses you from any of those fabulous traits. So you don't want to be that person. Okay, next up. What happens if the person has excessive drinking or drug use, especially if she is hiding it? Maybe an indication of an addiction which can be a deal breaker in any relationship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I hear stories that, you know, the guy comes home from work and the, and the woman has a bottle of vodka hidden above in the cabinet above the refrigerator and she's sneaking it or maybe she keeps the vodka in the dryer or whatever it is so you want to take a look and if your gut 
gut says that probably something something fishy is going on, drugs or alcohol-wise, it probably is going on, and your gut is usually right. So I would uh, look look into that. So if you notice heavy drug or alcohol use in the dating phase, it's likely that it's worse than you think that your partner is minimizing it to you. It's likely a huge problem that can just wreak havoc on the relationship. So you don't want to let that fester. You want to nip that in the bud. And if you need to go to, um, you know, AA meetings with her, if you need to support her, figure out ways to support her in coming clean from these types of addictions, um, you need to make that happen. Yeah, because the problem most likely will escalate. It's most likely not under control. And I don't think it would be a bad idea to also throw in that there's some emotional component that is making her want to uh, drink or use drugs. So, and you know what? It might also be a physical component. Maybe she's in quite a bit, bit of pain and uh, you need to look into that, too. Maybe they need to switch doctors. Maybe the current doctor hasn't gotten to the bottom of how to mitigate the pain. Maybe there are some other uh, sources that uh, sh- you and she can use to help alleviate the pain to where she's not relying on uh, the drugs or alcohol to uh, get her through that. All right. So if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking about relationship red flags. You got it. Are you guilty of some of these? Um, Let's try to correct this behavior for the future and get you in a healthy place. You know, get healthier in my book means happier. So if your gut feels happy, Everything is going to fall into place, and you'll be just a happier person in general. So if you're happy in your relationship, you'll be happy with yourself and vice versa. So call in at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about partners who need constant attention. Catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases, and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about relationship red flags. Yeah, what should you be aware of? What's causing you distress? 
You know, it's like life is too short to have too much stress. We get stress from work. We get stress from traffic. We get stress from the weather. You know, the last thing you want to do is have stress with your mate. Um, if it's just not working, it's just not working, and you need to get out of there. And if it's if it's workable and doable, you know, there's some tips that you can take to make the situation better because you should come home to a nice, loving household where it's your reprieve and your peace and quiet and your safe haven. So let's make that happen for you. There's some important tips for you to be aware of to help you get there towards your goal. All right. So, um, oh, before we get into the topic, uh, once again, I want to uh, ask you if you if you like the show, show your love. There's many ways that you can show your love. Listen, call, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, start with my Amazon link, download my app, buy my book on Amazon. These are all ways that you can support the show and uh, makes us happy when we grow the show and grow the numbers. It's, It's all good all the way around. So Please do your part. I'm doing my part to prepare a good show for you, and I hope that you tell your friends and family um, about the show because that really helps me on my end. All right, so here we go. What happens when your partner needs constant attention, love, and praise? It can be exhausting and embarrassing. Also, it's often a mask against feelings of deep insecurity and self-loathing so if they're like one of those um uh blow up balloon uh things at the auto mechanic down the street where the arms and legs are just waving in the wind and uh trying to get all the noise and attention that she can what is that about try to get to the bottom of what is really going on maybe they are fearful of something or another maybe it relates to you maybe it relates to a family member or maybe somebody at work but having somebody who's a constant uh, attention magnet probably not a good idea probably not a good thing now as you know from my book mastering women the real truth about women that will change your life forever i do talk about most women do have an attention magnet gene now Most classy women will dial that down. It only comes out during certain occasions or certain events or certain triggers. Um, But if she's got the dial turned up to 10 all the time, something is wrong. So it could be a very decided relationship hazard, and it's not something that you want to get into. Okay. Yes, there are introverts that don't get out much, but even they should at least have a few friends. So if you start dating somebody that doesn't seem to have any close friends and they don't talk about friends, hmm, there might be issues. <laughs> you think? Yeah, I think. Okay, so they might be a unique soul that no one understands, but it's more likely that there is a legitimate problem with them. So you don't need to do everything together, but if your partner and you share some common interests, life goals, and belief systems, the relationship will be harder to maintain. Yeah, I I think so too. You know, I know a lot of times people say, um, you know, opposites attract. My, My feeling is... You know, that that's good for a little while. It's good for maybe two to three months. And then after that, you are so fed up that you are so dissimilar in certain ways that usually the relationship breaks down at that point. My advice is to do the opposite, which is to find somebody who is similar to you, right? So... Because if you find somebody that, you know, opposites attract, what might be interesting in the first few weeks or so becomes, you know, grading after that point in time. And then you're, you're stuck in a situation where you're always arguing, which is not a good thing. So you want to find as much overlap 
with your partner as you can. I'd say, you know, try to shoot for 70, 80% overlap. Now, there's going to be differences just because of the genders. So that alone, you can minus off 10, 20% because of that. That's healthy. That's normal. But to find somebody who's really different than you is probably not going to work out. If they have different values um, than you, different morals, their character standards are different. One person thinks nothing of lying. The other person, you know, is super honest. Um, Let's say you have different sexual needs. Maybe you need it, I don't know, three times a week, and maybe she is perfectly fine uh, going for two months without it. So, There's a lot of area here that you don't want to be different. Oh, money is another big area as well. Um, Let's say you are a great saver and you plan for a rainy day and you save up for the car or you save up for the house, for the down payment on the house, and maybe she's a shopaholic. And every dime that's brought into the household, she runs out to the mall and is spending. Or she runs to Amazon and she's ordering this, this, and that. So... You know, you got to get on the same page. And like I say, the more you have in common, the better it's going to be for your relationship because you just get each other. You're just on the same page. Okay. If you or your partner feel like you have to keep where you've been, whether that's to the bar, the plastic surgeon's office, the motel, the high-end specialty store, or heck, even a strip club. Um, If you have to keep where you've been a secret, then perhaps you shouldn't be in a relationship. If you're constantly having to hide, that's not good. And lying about it, that certainly isn't good. So meaning that you think the other person is judging you, and they are judging you. So, again, I think that's where it would come into play to find somebody that is more similar and is okay with um, doing the same kinds of activities that you like to do. For example, if if one person likes to go to swingers' parties, um, talk it out. Maybe the other person is fine with going to swinger parties as well. And then you've got this common ground, okay, because you've discussed it and you're on the same page rather than hiding things. All right. I wanted to bring to your attention again uh, the opening. We're doing a soft opening at Henson Brewing Company. Um, we are open now Thursday through Sunday. So Thursday and Friday after work starting at 4 p.m. till 9. And then Saturday we're open 12 till 9, Sunday 12 till 7. What does soft opening mean? It means that we are testing out the systems. We're testing out making sure the cash register works and the taps work and the handles work and the refrigeration works and all those sorts of behind-the-scenes things. We're, um, you know, putting ourselves to the test, so to speak. It is a dress rehearsal because on the grand opening, you know, we want to be 110% ready for you. We will, in the meanwhile, finish out some of our design details as there are a thousand and one things that we still need to do, but guess what? The beer is ready. The beer is good. The bar is ready. Restrooms are ready. Parking lots ready. So come on down. We would love to see you at Henson Brewing Company. Okay. Next on the list, let's get back to our topic. We're talking about relationship red flags. Now, if the person alternates between being really into you when you're not into them and being really distanced when you're very, very into them, it shows that maybe she is a commitment phobe, and this bodes poorly for the future. So, you know, this this uh, roller coaster of being up and down and up and down, it's, it's not a good look. So try to avoid someone that falls in that category. <clears throat> Now, how about if the person just isn't civil and doesn't have manners? I mean, being demanding, demeaning, and impolite to service people shows a lack of empathy and compassion for others and a tendency to be self-centered. So so make a mental note of this. 
pay attention to what's going on here. You know, it could be a good indicator that this person will demonstrate these same types of characteristics with you when you fail to live up to their expectations. So, yeah, just 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 be aware. And I do not agree with the old adage like Look how the pre- look how the person treats their mother. That's how they're gonna, you know, treat you. Um, or in this case, their family member. That's how they're gonna treat you. I have seen case after case where, you know, they treat their parents like you know it's God's <laughs> God's gift to the earth, right? And they still t- treat their partner in a not so nice way, in a very uh, uncivilized way. So I think the two things can be quite opposites and the the old adage i don't think is true all right so it's it's a also a red flag if your partner is disinterested or neglectful of their pet so how they treat their pet might be a good indicator of whether they can uh, express empathy display vulnerability and show affection in the relationship which also could you know tap into your dynamic and what's going on. Ultimately, the bond with their pet is a window on how they might be with intimate uh, connections and situations. All right? And conversely, if the pet is treated in a, in a great way, then it might be an indication that she's going to treat you in a great way. All right? Okay, thank you for joining us today. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We will see you here each and every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Until next week, have a great week, and we'll see you next time on the Men's Advocate Show. 